Hey there, I'm Morgan and this is Find Your Niche. For today's episode, I'm super excited because I got a chat with my bestie, Madeline Marshallsee, all about her career in business consulting. Consulting is one of those careers that, truthfully, I didn't know much about. Luckily, Madeline shares what a career in business consulting actually looks like with the traveling, hours, and immersing yourself into companies. And even better, she shares all the tips and tricks on how to prepare and land a career in consulting. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Where did you attend college? I went to the University of South Carolina. Go Gamecocks. What did you major in? I studied global supply chain and operations management and then also finance. Okay. Did you consider any like other majors? How did you get onto those two? Yeah. So going into college, I really didn't know what I wanted to study. Um, and so I took like the intro to business classes. Um, and I really liked how I hadn't really heard of supply chain before, or at least like really, you know, actively thought about it. And it just really intrigued me how you could see like full end-to-end process. And it seems like a pretty diverse major. You could do a lot of things with it. So um, that stuck. And then I added on finance because I figured that too, you know, something that's really applicable to a lot of different industries and it's not going to put me in a particular niche per se. Yeah. So were you, well, I guess I don't know at South Carolina, was that all within the business school? Yes, that was all within the business school. Were you always in the business school? Is that like what you applied to like be in? Yep. Yeah, I was always in the business school. Oh, interesting. I know the basics of supply chain, but you know, it's still way over my head. No, I mean, same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, same with my degree, but okay, so you chose those did you ever like explore anything funky? Not too funky. I mean, um, you know, I think pretty logistically and I definitely was a math and science kind of gal in high school. So I knew I should stick in my lane. Um, and, you know, I, didn't, I honestly didn't really think about incorporating like, hey, what am I passionate about? I was really just like, hey, what can I be successful at? Um, which I think are pretty, pretty two distinctive things um, that thinking retrospectively, like, you know, probably got to incorporated those. Yeah. But I mean, just thinking about what you're going to be successful at is something I think so many people don't even think about either. You know, I think a lot of people are like, what's going to make me the most money potentially, or, you know, what's going to satisfy, like, how can I get through college? Like what degree will, you know, just get me through it almost and satisfy yeah. my parents. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I thought about other majors within the business um, school, but I didn't really think anything too much outside of it. Did you do any internships during college? Yes, I interned within uh, at IBM within their global procurement services um, as like a procurement intern. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I want to publicly speak to that on here, but, you know, it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. Yeah. And taught me a lot of great things and introduced me to a lot of great people. But it, I just realized like I don't want to be stuck in procurement for the rest of my life. And I kind of, not that you have to be, but having that internship kind of made me realize that I could potentially be segmented or like, you know, stuck in that 
Okay. So, I mean, but that's like super important that you've realized that, you know, you went to IBM and just tried out, you know, an internship there and it just showed you like, wow, that's actually not what I think I want to do, which I'm sure helped when it came to graduating college. When you were graduating, where was your mind at? Like, where were you applying? What did you think you like, you know? Well, so I, yeah, you're right. The internship showed me exactly what I didn't want to do. Um, and kind of a similar, you know, taste, I realized I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do. So my, my thoughts were pretty much stuck in like, Hey, where can I get a diverse experience? So I can kind of figure out, you know, what is my cup of tea or, you know, you know, what makes me tick. And so that's where I landed upon consulting. Okay. You're, you're finishing up college. You've had the internship with IBM decided that's not the career path that you want to do necessarily. So what kind of what what was your mind your thoughts like then when you were like applying for jobs yeah yeah no so i so the internship kind of showed me what i didn't want to do um and that was you know specifically procurement at the time um and it also kind of showed me hey I, I need to figure out something where i can not necessarily be segmented into a job um even though my mindset has changed since then i don't think you're ever you know stuck in a job but at the time that was my mindset um and so I you know through different extracurriculars and um friends that I had I learned about this idea of consulting um and I I think it was the appeal that you can kind of shop around and try different jobs and go different industries and have different roles um and you're not necessarily you know stuck in any which way uh, you don't necessarily have a defined role, uh, which I really liked. So I started looking around at different consulting, um, either, you know, programs, internships, full-time opportunities. It was appealing to me, the idea of travel, um, the idea of just, you know, moving somewhere totally brand new, fresh start after college. Um, so that's what had me looking at different uh, consulting opportunities. Yeah, no, you're selling it to me right now, <laughs> the thought that you had <laughs> back then. Yes, yes. My thoughts have changed a little bit since then, but yeah, that was my my mindset. What was your first job then after college? I took a um, consultant role with IBM. Um, so it was a familiar company as I had interned with the company, but within a different part. Mm-hmm. And you liked the, you know, you said you liked the people and the culture at IBM. It was just it, your internship, not the right fit. Yeah, just the day-to-day work. Um, I wasn't as, you know, I wasn't as excited about it as I wanted to be about something when I graduated from college. So yeah. I knew I liked the culture. I knew I liked the people. Um, just had to find something a little bit different. IBM is such a sought after company. I mean, for many, you know, career paths. What was it like interviewing to get that job? Yeah, I remember I was really intimidated about it. Um, not to mention, you know, the end of the year, you're interviewing all over the place. I got <sighs> to fly out to, I think it was... Chicago for my interview, which I thought was really cool, but I had end of a year exam preparing to graduate. Yeah, that's a stressful time. It was the end of my first semester, senior year. But um, yeah, no, I was super stressed out. But there's this there's this guy on YouTube that literally walks you through consulting um interviews and like you know when you have to do oh really the actual like um when you actually have to do like your case study. There's yeah. a guy on YouTube, and I cannot remember his name, but he has these incredible YouTube videos where he walks you through all different types of case studies, um, typical case studies for like the big four, typical case studies for like XYZ. So 
I felt okay knowing that I had done my homework. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things like, you know. Yeah, that's so smart, honest. Like, I mean, I'm sure I would have Googled, but I don't know if I would have ended up on YouTube, like getting that insider, you know, tips and tricks that I feel like are so prevalent probably today. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have found it on my own, but I um, luckily was, you know, pretty involved within the business school um, and had a lot of friends that are a little bit older and they, <laughs> they directed me that way, so. Yeah, I know. That's awesome. When you mentioned like case study, do they like present you, you know, like some case studies and they want to hear like what you would do or what you think would be best? Like, what's that like in the interview process? Yeah, I mean, going into it, you get super intimidated, right? Because you hear like, probably more like investment banking interview type questions that are like, hey, like, why is a manhole round? And like, <laughs> you know, how many quarters can you fit in XYZ kind of jet? So but it, it's more of like how you answer the question. Um, and for myself, it was like, can't really remember the case study but it was pretty blank on like you know how would you approach the situation or like you know here's the situation like how do you solve it and with any like interview question whether it's a case study or not it's they're really looking for like what's the thought process how can you express this you know if if the interviewer was a client like you know how would you be interacting with them so yeah it was just you know preparing your people skills as much as your analytical skills you know For sure. I mean, so obviously you killed it. You got a job with IBM. You start there. Can you like remember the tasks that you were doing or, you know, maybe just like what kind of like projects were you working on? You don't have to get super specific with like details or even like company names or anything, but you know, what was like maybe some of those clients like? Yeah, I was on the first while that I was there, I was specifically on a like supply chain data analytics project. Um, so I minored in data analytics, um, which contributed to kind of being um, aligned with this practice. Um, but I, you know, moved out to Dallas, Texas. I uh, had a, my first client was in the Midwest. So I was on the plane every week. So it was super exciting to just go out there. And, you know, I really had no idea what I was doing, but figuring it out um, on the way. And then, you know, being, with a company that has a great culture and a lot of great people, mm-hmm. um, you know, learning from them as well. Okay. So like when you flew out, cause that's such a big part, I think, especially for someone starting in consulting is like the travel aspect of it. You know, you would fly out, they would, you know, keep you in a hotel and everything. And then you would just go to uh, the client's like corporate office and like, you know, deal with someone heading up this project, working with a consulting firm. Yep. Yeah. So you, you basically like pretty much emerge yourself within the the client. So you work with your, like your IBM team or whatever um, consulting firm you represent. And Mm -hmm. you typically have some sort of idea from either like the partner or the project manager of like what to expect from, you know, I don't know, like a tire and like attitude. And if you're going into the office or if you are like in a WeWork, but yeah, you, you go out there and I don't know, it's pretty cool to just like, merge yourself with another company's culture and yeah no that sounds really cool actually kind of like fit in with them you work for IBM or you know whatever consulting firm but you have to mold into this completely different firm yeah yeah exactly so I mean like consulting and it obviously depends what company you work for and like what type of consulting you're in and your project and all that kind of stuff but it's people skills as much as that is like analytical skills and hard skills Jumping a little backwards, actually, what kind of training were you provided? Did they, you know, offer you when you started? 
Yeah. So we had, I think it was three weeks. So I moved to Dallas, Texas and like two weeks later flew out to Atlanta for three weeks of training. Um, so we did like a case study, we did some technical skills, we did like some coding Mm -hmm. and like you got to meet like a bunch of people that were in the same shoes as you, um, which was really cool. Yeah. Do you think that training like really helped you? Uh, yeah. Yes and no. I know we, I, after the training, we had like a review on like how to tailor it a little bit differently, but I mean, I wouldn't have performed the same way if it weren't, if, 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 if I didn't have, if I wouldn't have gone through it and my nerves yeah, and just being totally intimidated by the process would have been significantly more not having like your own little network of fellow IBMers or fellow whomever's going into the same process as you. I would have been so intimidated my first time flying out to, you know, work with the client, you know, as a consultant, I would have like beat red when I entered into their office. I couldn't even (laughs) imagine doing that at like 21 years old. Yeah. If you go into that attitude, if you go in with like, hey, they were once 21 years old trying to figure it out. Yeah. Totally. Did you ever like fly with other people from IBM? Like were you guys typically grouped together or was it singular? No, some people are. Um, And, you know, I'm sure I'm really curious to see how this will change with, you know, COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't work for a firm where I'm traveling much anymore. But I know I, I traveled by myself. Um, The hotel, like we like, you know, stayed with a bunch of people on the same project and are able to do happy hours and dinners and that kind of thing with them after work. But mm-hmm. the actual flight, I was alone. Did you like the traveling aspect? I know you don't, you know, you don't do that as much anymore. Do you miss it? I miss aspects of it. You know, you get to travel on a company's budget. You get to go to new cities. Yeah. Um, you're just constantly on the go and experiencing new things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I mean, I had moved to a new city right after college, not knowing anyone. And then I was traveling to a totally different city Monday through Thursday, Monday through Friday. So it made it really hard to establish myself in the city that I had moved to and, you know, meet mm-hmm. people and make sure I had a work-life balance of sorts. Do you think you'll ever want to go back to traveling more? I definitely thought about it. I'm, I'm not like dying to do it, but if I came across the right job that required it, I would absolutely do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not actively seeking. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and you end up switching firms from IBM to, I believe, a more locally based firm in Texas. Yeah, yep. It's um, it's not local to Texas, but they Uh-oh. do have a practice in Texas. Um, but yeah, it's it's it functions on a locally based consulting firm, uh, like model. So you typically are in with clients that are local to you. Mm-hmm. And were you switching? because of the less travel aspect and it is more local was that like your number one or the more Uh, money i mean it was a mix right i wanted a change of culture i wanted a local you know to be local yeah do you still work in like the same industry with your clients or no that i was with ibm yeah no no i work in a different industry do you like it better uh i i was kind of all over the place at ibm because i you know, I experienced a lot of different industries. And as you mature in your career path, you typically, you know, find something you're passionate about and kind of start specializing in it. Start to specialize. Yeah. So I miss different aspects of different industries, but 
the industry that I'm currently in, it's it's interesting. I'm learning um, mm-hmm. the goals for my life outside of just work. And is it something different, like not supply chain based? You know, something yeah, that's no. a little newer to you? It's hard because like supply chain is literally in everything, mm-hmm. at least in my perspective. So it has aspects of it, but it's not, you know, like inventory based. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell me then what does your typical day look like? You know, we just did interviews for uh, seniors in college and they always ask that question, but it really just depends on who your client is and why not, yada, yada, yada. But I guess like for me, my typical day, just my work day. Yeah. The full spiel. Give us the full spiel. Kids, kids, <laughs> kids will want this, you know. When do you wake up? Have that smoothie. Get your exercise in. Girl, you know. Um. Well, no. So that's. I mean, that's like I wouldn't. Anyone that's listening to this, I wouldn't ever stray them from experiencing travel. Um, if that's what the world allows post COVID, <laughs> but it is really nice that I can belong to a gym and you know, actually be able to attend it during. The- the week. I'm an early bird, so I wake up early, um, get up, go to the gym, go to Pilates, do something. Then I make some celery juice, then a smoothie. Oh my god! Some coffee. You, you got like your four drinks you're drinking. <laughs> exactly. But then no, like there's typically like some sort of stand up with the client, like alignment with your internal team of what you're working on for the day. Um, you know, I usually work to like six, uh, can vary. Sometimes it can be like till 10. Oh my gosh. Like today it was like, you know, I was able to get away at five 30. So, um, it really just depends on the client needs and the client and their culture too. Cause you adapt. Like if, you know, if they all get off at 3 PM and there's not a lot to do, I've never experienced this, but you could probably get up. <laughs> you're still searching know, for that company yeah. <laughs> but if they work you know super late nights and there's a ton to do or if, you know there's a ton of work within the period of time that you've been given it to do it the hours can be significantly more mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean it's a good mix of individual work teamwork always you know having to consider what other people on your team are doing too Mm-hmm. Can you like talk about maybe like, you know, this can be general, but like some specific tasks that you didn't deal with or something? Mm-hmm. Well, there's always like, you know, your day to day work and the project that you're working on for the client, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's a balance between internal development that you're doing for the firm. So whether it's like something for a specific practice that you're in, or whether it's like putting together a community event, like you know, I, I did like a best buddies event in um, January. Mm-hmm. So there's always some sort of like development work specific to the company that you work for. Um, and then there's always, you know, your project. So you're balancing those two. Um, and then there's also like trying to sell work. So, you know, putting together different materials, um, proposals or whatever it may be um, to help your firm out and expand like client and project base and then there's also like your kind of fire drills that pop up whether it's on the client side um or whether it's on the internal side too so Mm -hmm. just like managing your workload um obviously your client comes first yeah but you know you need to be well-rounded in the work that you're doing and could you like maybe i know this probably changes all the time especially during the quarters the busy quarters and not what would you say, like breaking out by percentage, those like three levels of work that you're currently dealing with, like always dealing with? Well, it's hard not to say like you're you're like you obviously have to be 100 percent for the client. Yeah. Right? Like that has to be 100 percent. So like that's majority of my day. And then probably like like a few hours a week are you spent like doing internal work? Yeah, it's probably like hour a day doing internal work. Sometimes it can be like 
you know, two hours mm-hmm. a week. Um, it just really depends what's going on. And, and, and it's super understanding too, if you have like a lot of client work, you know, you're probably not doing as much internal initiatives. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, it's not like every quarter the same Maddie is responsible for uh, like a community event. You kind of change that or trade that opportunity around. Mm-hmm. So I like the community of that aspect of it, at least that your your firm, you know, highlights currently. Yeah, we do one a quarter that's specific to your location. And then we also do a like more social fun event as well. I love it. So this is also interesting. I know that you're, t- well, that you were recently with a client that's in a different time zone than you are, which makes work obviously a little more difficult. And, but you're still almost working the same exact hours currently because your firm that you're internally working with is on that time zone. Have you had a lot of clients like this on different time zones? Not anymore since I'm working on a more locally based setup. Mm-hmm. So no, but it'll be interesting too with COVID. I think more companies will be working remote or continue to work remote, um, which makes it a little bit easier yeah. to remove like the expense of travel to whatever West Coast, East Coast, across the board. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that changes. Yeah, for sure. What would you say your hours were like? How many hours do you think you work a week realistically? On like a normal day, it's probably like like nine hour days. Okay. Um, maybe ten. I don't take lunch or anything like that. That's also by choice. I could set. I could choose to probably set some more boundaries if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. It could go up to like fifty-five, sixty. It really just depends. Yeah, and you would say, you know, obviously everything fluctuates with what company you're working with, but you would say that's pretty average, at least for your career path that you've like personally done. Um, they're probably longer days. Honestly, it's probably like. If I'm being realistic, it's probably like 10-hour days. <laughs> yes, tell the people what it <laughs> well, is. It's just so hard because it really it varies so much. I'm like usually online or like actively checking my email at 7.30 and I'm off by um, like 6 p.m. on a good day. Could go to like 7, could go to 8. But, you know, I mean, I do take bathroom breaks and, you know, <laughs> check my personal email. Like, you know, it's not like I'm just glued to the screen. There's, I mean, I have a work-life balance. I think that's the important message. I do have a work-life balance. Good, good. What is something you wish more people knew about a career as a consultant? Now, I think a lot of people like comments like, hey, I have a lot of clients. And it's like, well, typically we just work on one, but you're like so fully immersed. It's not like a little like side project. Like you are that client while you're there. So I think that can be like, some people are like, oh, you only have one client. Like what's, what's the worry? It's like, um, this client's quite demanding. Yeah, that's like my more like defensive answer of like, hey, you know, I, I wish people didn't know that. But yeah, it's like, oh, you only got four hours of sleep last night kind of type of like mentality. Like, oh, you only have one client. God, I have like three for some reason. Yeah, but that, you know, like that's my pet peeve, I think, like in any career or any like, I don't know, conversation people trying to one up. Yeah. It's just like, hey, it doesn't matter if they have two right shoes on. Like some days, sometimes it's hard. For sure. Um, but I think like, like this isn't really specific to this consulting, but it's like also okay to not know what you're want to do three years from now, two years from now, but year from now, yeah. like it's okay. I think that's probably something that really, you know, entices a lot of kids or anyone who wants to get into consulting, kind of like what you mentioned, like you didn't know exactly what you wanted to do. And this was a career path that could show you a lot of different industries. Yeah. And you get to, I mean... I'm pretty huge or I'm pretty big people person. So you also are able to surround yourself with a lot of people, a lot of different perspectives. 
a lot of different kind of like mentors you learn by what you do yourself, but also you learn from the people around you. Mm -hmm. What is your most rewarding aspect of your job? What do you love the most? The most rewarding part is, you know, at the end of the day, like you're helping someone out, you you're helping a client out, you come in with a new perspective. Um, I think that's really rewarding just to see like, Hey, the value add that comes from the hard work that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and how appreciative people are usually for the work that you've done. But I also do really like, like just working with all different sorts of people, like whether it's on your internal side or whether it's with the client, um, just the exposure that you get and the people you learn or the pe- the things you learn, the people you meet, um, both whether it's work related or like, you know, personal and personality related. I think that's really interesting yeah. and rewarding. Yeah. Okay. And then on the flip side, what's the most hard, like challenging part for you as a you know career in consulting? I think sometimes it can be hard. You know, sometimes you're holding issues that have been there for like a long time or, and you're expected to jump in and learn it quick and act as if you've been with that company forever. So I think it's, I don't, I don't want to say it as in it's like the most challenging is that I, I dislike it. I enjoy it, but it's challenging. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, if a company's been experiencing that problem, you know, for a bit, and they obviously, you know, hire out, they have high expectations, but at the end of the day, if they couldn't quickly solve it, you know, why would anyone else almost? Yeah, no, it's, yeah, I can, sometimes, you know, you don't always know the culture that you're getting into either. So like, it could be a totally like different culture expectation and the way people operate. I should stop using word culture so much, but I can just, you know, be something you're totally different to, but you have to quickly adjust your personality and adjust the yeah. way that you interact with people to to meet their needs. Have you ever like experienced a culture that you just didn't enjoy? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Just like <laughs> I can't imagine. How long would you say I and I know this there's no typical, but like which I kind of hate to say it, but I feel like some people kind of want like how long are you typically with the client like how long does a project like you know they hopefully last I guess I don't know it really varies too long to answer but I think your safe answer is gonna be six months so at least six months like I was on like no I was on like a three-week project the other week like yeah and I've been on like year-long plus projects so okay do you have an industry that you want to specialize in have you found that or are you still just open enjoying it the firm i'm currently with is specific to financial services and you and you like that mm-hmm. yep so far oh that's super exciting so far so good <laughs> no it's no it's really <laughs> interesting it's you know challenging in aspects but i'm constantly learning so i really enjoy it is there a specific software that you guys are constantly using you know it could be just like general like slack does your firm have specific things that um, I feel like everyone's using Microsoft Teams these days, but all Microsoft product, all Microsoft products, including Microsoft Project. Yeah, PowerPoint is obviously a big one. Nothing crazy, and we are one year into the pandemic. That's changed everything that we do. It's changed your industry completely, almost. How has it affected you personally with work? Well, you know, I I kind of touched on that. I'm a pretty big people person. I love meeting people, um, both from the client side and even within my own company. I love working with a variety um, of people, and you know, being remote, you're you're not in the office to be constantly reminded, like, hey, you know, how's Bob doing? Reach out to him. So, 
just um, making sure you're being intentional um, with your efforts to connect with people, turning on your video camera, even if you don't want to. <laughs> Do some people not turn on their cameras? No, a lot of people, well, it really depends, but a lot of people don't. Do a lot of people use backgrounds like you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. People my age, because most of us are working in our yeah. bedroom or like our... Not like a nice office, like at yeah. home or something. <laughs> and yes. specifically, COVID's changed, obviously, the consultants that travel Monday through Thursday, you know, every week for work. Do you, like, personally, do you think that's going to change? Do you think a lot of firms will cut back on that since they realize that they get work done via Zoom and via other meetings? Yeah, I think it will change. You already started to like, it was already starting to kind of become more of a trend pre-pandemic. Um, this is only probably fast forward the growth of that a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy how much, you know, they fly people out, which I get you're emerging yourself into that firm, but just the amount of money these companies are spending <laughs> just for the travel is probably insane. I don't ever want to see their budgets. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Do you see yourself going back? I know you're working full-time at home. Do you see yourself going back to an office full-time? Uh, well, consulting is kind of interesting because it's always dependent on the on the client. So if they choose to go back in, um, you'll be will. back in. Mm-hmm. Okay. I only have a few final questions. What did you want to be as a kid? What was your dream job when you were a little girl? <laughs> I feel like I was changing all the time teacher fashion designer interior designer yeah i love it okay are you an introvert or extrovert i think i'm an extroverted introvert i'm mainly introverted but i can channel my extroverted side yeah i definitely think you have a flair for the extrovert <laughs> really i mean you know obviously you love people <laughs> flair. flair yeah i do i mean i definitely operate off the energy of those around me Okay, your go-to drink. Cocktail or? <laughs> Both. I mean, you, we've already heard the four drinks you drink at room. <laughs> My go-to drink. Um, I wish I could be like sophisticated and be like French 75. 77, <laughs> whatever number it is. Um, My go-to drink. Actually, you know, pandemic has really gotten at me into tea. Oh. Um, green tea, matcha. I've never tried matcha. I do. If we're talking coffee, I have recently gone into, I like, I love lavender flavored. Lavender. Oh, I've, I've had a few of those at like fancy coffee. Half the sweetness, but yeah. With oat milk. Yeah. Water. <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> no one wants to hear water. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah. What skills and strengths of yours would you say has helped you the most throughout your career journey? Um, probably ability to connect with people. Um, I think I usually can grab a pretty good read on people and, you know, figure out how to connect with them. Yeah, I totally agree. (laughs) What advice would you give someone who wants to start a career as a consultant? Go for it. (laughs) I mean, I, I think it's an awesome way to start your career. I think it's also, you know, if you were to have a career and you want to try consulting, um, I think it's also, you, you bring a lot of great experience coming from a different background as well. And, um, yeah, just go for it. It's exciting. It's challenging. Okay, last question. A current or most recent favorite book, TV show, podcast, movie that you've liked? Oh, 
okay i like this podcast i wish i could tell you a book but it's okay i I read one book in january that's as far as i got as one book a month okay it's um corinne fox and natalie mcmillan is corinne Um, fox the bachelor jamie fox's oh it's jamie fox's daughter oh i saw their instagram page what's it am i doing this right yes it is their slogan is but it's how to do life or something by non-experts so and i think this is really great for anyone starting a career i don't know putting going through the same age that we are just like you know like what it is like what is ppo or from a to zillow step to step for you know moving experience or like this one's how toxic positivity can get in the way of true optimism yeah, no, I love that. Like investing 101. Because they're pretty new, right? Yeah, yeah-ish. I don't know how I yeah. came across it, but I absolutely love it. And there's this awesome podcast on here with this lady who works at Deloitte, Colleen Bordeaux, How to Cultivate Purpose in Your Life and Career with author Colleen Bordeaux. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me tonight. Thanks for having me, Maureen. Yeah, thank you for doing this. Thank you so much for listening to my conversation with Maddie. I hope you learned and took some knowledge away from a career path as a consultant. If you enjoyed this conversation, please leave a review and follow us along on Instagram at Find Your Niche Podcast.